so this this panel is on political analysis and the politics of justice, and on it we have two very capable panelists and a uh, sort of capable respondent. Uh, <laughs> yes. Sorry, we keep jabbing at each other. Uh, but for, so first we'll have uh, Irene Bugingo, who's a senior researcher at the Institute for Research and Dialogue for Peace in Rwanda, and he'll be discussing uh, how his organization uses participatory research to support peace building in Rwanda. And then um, after we'll have uh, Marlon Weichert. Weichert. Uh, Sorry. I'm sorry. Who's uh, a federal prosecutor at the uh, Federal Public Ministry of Brazil, and he'll be discussing the truth and justice processes in Brazil. So uh, take it away. Uh, thank you. Um, <clears throat> as you said, my name is Irene. Uh, I work for a civil society organization, uh, which is called IRDP, uh, which was created uh, in the aftermath of the genocide with the aim of contributing not to uh, establishing individual responsibilities in, in the justice after the genocide, uh, because there are institutions uh, that were busy with that, like uh, the ICTR, International uh, Criminal Justice uh, uh, Tribunal for Rwanda, which is based in Arusha, and there are gachacha courts, uh, that, uh, which are now closed after 10 years, uh, there were also um, ordinary justice system uh, that were busy with uh, judging uh, genocide perpetrators and other suspects. And so the IRDP is made of uh, university, Rwandan university professors mm -hmm. and the politicians. Uh, we wanted to make a contribution on rebridging the broken relationships between Rwandans. After the, the genocide, after the, the aftermath of the genocide was characterized by the mistrust. As you can, it is a genocide that was uh, engaging two main groups, so the bridge was really clear. There was a team, a group, the social group of the victim side of the genocide, and a group on the perpetrators or suspected side of the genocide. Mm -hmm. So the idea was how can we rebring those people to face each other, not only facing each other, but also accept to face together the issues and the challenges to peace. Uh, so it was very uh, tricky and complicated initiative because uh, Rwandan ourselves, each of us is part of one of the two sides. So uh, the first success was to bring, to be uh, between ourselves, members of the IRDP, composing a multi-background uh, group. A multi-background, I mean uh, ethnic composition, ex ethnic belonging, but also background, I mean this, this because Rwanda today is made of people who grew up in other countries because they are themselves was, were part of a diaspora. We have people who came from Uganda, from Congo, like myself, from Burundi, from Tanzania. So they have different backgrounds. The reconciliation, talking together, facing each other, was uh, an exercise of bringing all those people uh, together. So um, we, the first question was uh, the stra strategic positioning of ourselves, I mean IRDP. Uh, we are characterized by a government which came from abroad because they win, there is a winner. After the war, there is a, a, a winner. 
and there is an army and a government that lost the war. So uh, there is mistrust, and the government, the, the citizens are composed of the some are supporting this the winner government, the winner army. Others are support were <coughs> supporting or were part of the the, the former uh, government. So. Uh, our proposal was how to reconstruct, how to use our knowledge, how to use... Uh, so we decided on using a debate space, offering, providing a debate opportunity. And <clears throat> the, the contribution is not only to establish responsibility to co before courts, but the con our contribution was to understand issues understand issues and inform decision makers, inform uh, other actors who can contribute to rebuild the society. So uh, we decided to offer a space for debate to promote dialogue. That's one side. And sec the second, to conduct researches on, zo on those issues. So the first side on offering the debate space um, we use an approach that is multidisciplinary, if I can say, I can say that. Uh, there are challenges we may face. It's uh, how me, as background X or ethnic belonging X, shall I sit and talk of very crucial issue, issues like political belonging, like genocide ideology, like um, genocide ideology, like ethnicity belonging, uh, like victims and perpetrator relations, while myself I have a face that gives me a name or an identity. So uh, our approach was uh, rebuild, I mean uh, giving an opportunity to the government to listen to the citizens, because one of the characteristics of the society after the genocide in Rwanda was, uh, as I said, government doesn't trust the majority of the citizens. Majority of citizens doesn't do not trust the government because it's the government that contributed to the killings, the government that uh, fueled the killings. So uh, our, our, our institute said, okay, we can provide that, that space and be the bridge between the citizens and the, and the government. The government has their own tools and approaches to know what what to think populations, but the populations are not really engaged, are not really uh, part, are not systematically involved. So our approach was go to the field, discuss with the people in the environment, but when going to the field, we make sure we have all the tendencies, or we have all those backgrounds. People meet on the same table. We make sure we have Hutus, we have Tutsi on the table, we have people who came from other those backgrounds, we have uh, former rebels, we have uh, people who were refugees in Congo who came back. So make sure all those persons are there to, di to discuss uh, on the topic. And second, make sure we provide opportunity to everyone to have a flow. Because in a group, some people may come and prevent themselves to talk. So our approach was make sure everyone has an opportunity to say something. And at the end of the discussion, did we reach any consensus? Uh, we agree on having a consensus on issue one, but also we agree on not having a consensus on issue two and three, or parts two or three of the discussion. So uh, this did contribute 
to reducing the gap and after one year experience, the first experience in 2003, uh, we were asked by the government and the citizen where we went to reorganize or to have a, a, an a, something like a, a stable discussion groups to allow people to meet because uh, so far people were confined in their own position, people were confined in their own, their own uh, backgrounds and I idea. So with our exercise, which was really, uh, I don't know how I can say it, uh, it's, it, was, uh, it was only the government who, who, that could be do it uh, just by order, inviting people to discuss. But uh, when people could see uh, could see us and without being from the government their reluctance to to talk to us the reluctance is because they don't know exactly where we are from and why we are there so it's one of the challenges uh, people we talk about rwanda reluctance to open up immediately uh, so uh, we know that we know that one so our approach was uh, to stay in a village three days minimum of three days the first day, people will be reluctant and will prevent themselves to talk. Or we just say what you think is suitable for, for you, for me as, the, as the, the facilitator. Maybe he is from the government. Let's, let us talk him as if he's from the government. Uh, it means the first day I don't have information I really need. I don't have the, exactly, uh, the exact reality. But the second day I move, I go to another cell, another administrative unity. I hold the same discussion. We hold the same discussion because our techniques require us to be a, a team. A team uh, with different backgrounds and different, you know. So the second day, people will say, okay, yesterday this guy conducted a debate in cell one. And they were not like giving orders or lecturing uh, participants. They just uh, heard to, uh, to participants. So the level of opening up will be higher than the, the, the day one. So on the day three, things will be very, uh, very, very, very good. I was, I'll say uh, on the day three, people will even tell us there are things we did, you didn't ask us but this is the reality the first day we didn't tell you people told you this but the reality is this one so uh that's the last day in a village in um in a sector and that give us a kind of assurance that we have collected true information from a place but when you go there just for one day two hours uh you come back uh, I'm not sure that you would be comfortable with things you collected as information. So uh, that's uh, the first approach in promoting the debate. And our approach requires, after the fields, in sector one, in sector two, in sec throughout the country, we go, oh my gosh, we go, <laughs> we go to the decision makers, we show them this is the issues that are on the field on like on gachacha these are the problems uh, that this is what citizen thinks these are their wishes this is what they would like to to be changed in the gachacha law so uh, that, that that gives the opportunity to the leaders to take into account our findings um, that's offering debate the dimension of providing a space to debate but later we found that uh, just giving a space for debate may not be scientifically accurate 
So we used other approaches like uh, quantitative uh, data collection because the government loves percentages. <laughs> they want to, they want <laughs> they want frequencies. They want so we we got that idea of conducting um, these uh, quantitative uh, designing quantitative tools questionnaires and. Uh, administrating those questionnaire and on face-to-face -face, uh, approaches and then we decide also to, to add after the quantitative we also conduct some focus groups we conduct uh, interviews with research persons so that uh, we can have underst better understandings of those figures what matters for our institute is the qualitative dimensions because we have time to discuss we have time to see each other in, in, in faces but uh, as I have three minutes remaining, uh, one of the questions we had after five years working was why, why are we conducting these researches? The findings we have uh, registered, what are they ha used for? So we get the idea of uh, constituting the lobby group, lobby groups. Actually our approach is we have national group meetings which made of 200 persons who comes from the army, from, from the religious uh, organization, from the government, from the Rwandan diaspora, from all walks of life in Rwanda. They are 200, 250. We organize them like once or two, or two times, uh, once in two years, and we present the findings on topic one. Then they will say, okay, we validate this, but we don't validate this. We ask you to go for this further research on another question. So uh, once they have validated the, re uh, the findings, we use uh, the lobby groups to make sure they knock to the right doors to, to, to lobby for the implementation of the recommendations. That's how we came up with some, uh, some changes in the society, whereby like, I can cite like two, uh, two or three um, achievements. Um, the genocide in Rwanda was, there were some amalgam behind, uh, around the word genocide. When the, it's genocide, there were idea of two, um, two double genocide. People, genocide, the deniers who, are promo, who were promoting the, the double genocide philosophy. So our research uh, came up with the conclusion of naming the genocide and differentiating the genocide with other crimes against humanity. So today, the, the genocide, the naming changed. It is a genocide against Tutsi. So we have the genocide against Tutsi. We have crimes against humanity. We have war crimes. Uh, people may be uh, prosecuted before courts, but in the names of one or the other crime. So they are different, and it, con it contributed. And the government, which was politically wanting to make like all Rwandans did die, but uh, today they are the one respecting that uh, differentiation. And uh, so uh, I can say about uh, women rape testimonies. After the genocide in the, in the Gachacha, our previous findings show that women uh, prevented themselves to make testimonies in the Gachacha because it was public. Uh, can you imagine someone, uh, a woman coming in a public like this one say I was raped eh? this way, this way, this way so uh, we recommended that that can be made in confidentiality 
So other organizations as well did recommended uh, recommended that one, but with our contribution also uh, that one changed and it was uh, very uh, appreciated by women. In Rwanda, we have political parties and a forum of political parties which have all parties in one uh, one space. You know, it's it's called forum. But we pleaded for after our findings, we pleaded that this can be decentralized and allow parties to work not only on the national level but work on the, on on. A, uh, province and district level and after some years of negotiation of uh, presenting findings and the lobby so this uh, was changed and the law changed. There are many changes that uh, occurred but I wouldn't uh, finish saying uh, without mentioning uh, some challenges of the IRDP as an institution working in a very uh, sensitive on very sensitive issues uh, the suspicion the suspicion of who are you working for? Because uh, the government will say these people who are talking of criticizing Gachacha, these people who are criticizing political party uh, functioning, who, who are they working for? Maybe it's they're working for Americans, maybe they're working for British, the donors. So uh, the answer for this was that uh, we do not. Act Okay, we do not belong to one donor. Uh, we don't. We do not work for one donor only. So uh, donors fund the activities they find it is they are necessary or in line with their objectives. So we have diverse uh, donors. That's one suspicion between uh, the suspicion by uh, the, the Rwandan diaspora. Today, the Rwandan diaspora is made of people who fled the country after the genocide. So, our work is done in Rwanda, but also in places where Rwandan communities are concentrated, in Belgium, in Canada, in uh, France, in the US. We go there to meet them, and that suspicion uh, makes them reluctant also, or because they, they don't fear the government to take them in prison in those countries, they will be attacking us. But our approach is that when we go to see them, it makes also us uh, somehow acceptable because the approach we use, the neutral, pre neutral facilitation, for us we don't lecture, we don't have lesson to give to anybody who attend our meetings, we just give them opportunity to tell us. It's not, it's not us who tell the, 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 the participants, but they tell us their advices. That's what makes us different from the government uh, uh, when they are talking to others. So um, the other, the strength for all this is not uh, only it's independence, it is also that we don't have a political ambitions. We work on issues, we don't work on individuals. We don't talk, we don't criticize someone, we criticize, we work the issue, and we give solution to issues, not to individuals. Thank you.